Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Seton, what if I told you there's a bacon, then there's number one thick cut, tastes like a touchdown in your mouth bacon? You must be talking about Wright brand bacon because mm-hmm. they are not playing when it comes to the premium quality of their bacon. It's thick cut, hand trimmed, and real wood smoke. Real. And you can tell. So why settle for average bacon when you can have the real stuff? That's right. And if you're looking to upgrade any meal, any meal, try Wright brand bacon. That's called Wright brand bacon. You won't regret it. Experience bacon the right way. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Well, I hope you had a great weekend, and they call it the wild, wild card weekend. It certainly was that. Come on in, stay a while. Best and worst of the weekend, what you saw that you liked, you didn't like. Our program brought to you by the great folks at Panini, the hottest rookies, biggest superstars, the all-time greats. The only place to collect them all, Panini Trading Cards, the official trading cards of The Dan Patrick Show. For instance, classics, autograph cards, memorabilia cards. You can uh, start or continue your collection now, PaniniAmerica.net. They, of course, are the official stats sponsor of the program, Panini America. Uh, 877-3DP-SHOW. If you'd like to dial us up and you can lament or celebrate, do both. Best and worst of the weekend. I had a Buffalo Bills fan send me a text yesterday saying, best of the weekend, the Buffalo Bills, the worst of the weekend. The Buffalo Bills. (laughs) It was one of those weekends there. But it did live up to what we thought, or far exceeded what we thought. Because there are a lot of point spreads there. You thought Miami was going to get blown out. Uh, You know, Seattle and uh, San Francisco was close for a little while there. Jags and Chargers, we expected that to be close. You had the Giants against the Vikings. I would have taken the points yesterday on all three games, but then I would have taken the points on the games on Saturday as well. You know, you're trying to figure this out, handicap it, and I wondered if Buffalo was in the right state of mind, right frame of mind, where you're taking on Miami, you got DeMar Hamlin, you you know, this is, there's a lot of different things that go into this. Minnesota Vikings, you've been told all year long, you're not that good, you shouldn't be here, you're the worst, you know, 12 or 13 win uh, team that we've had in a long, long time. Nobody's talking about the Giants. Do you believe in uh, Daniel Jones, Saquon Barkley? Uh, is this team a good team? And uh, to qualify for the playoffs in a tough division, and they certainly were able to do that. The Niners with Brock Purdy. Well, let's see what happens when you get to the playoffs. The Jags and the Chargers. 
the next time I talk about the Chargers and I go, you know who I like for the Super Bowl, then you have every right to smack me. <laughs> because I'm watching and I'm gloating a little bit because I'm going, okay, all right, yeah, this uh, is a big deal now. This isn't just, hey, we're going to win and then uh, move on, play Kansas City. No, this is, they're really good. What can go wrong here? And then my friend goes, you know the history of the Chargers. I said, yes, but there's no Chargering. They're not going to do it this year. They can't do it this year. Give credit to Doug Peterson, that entire Jacksonville team, Trevor Lawrence. They were patient. So much of what happens sometimes when you get a big lead is you don't know, what, you don't know how to handle it. You got to take time off the clock. And, and the Chargers weren't able to do that. They didn't run the football. And when you do a three and out, Tony Dungy said it at halftime. Hey, this is what you need to do. You start the second half, you got to score. And then you got to stop them. And then you got to score. And then if you do that, now all of a sudden you've got their attention. And they certainly did that and pulled off one of the more amazing comebacks in NFL history. Watching the Bengals against the Ravens, I would have taken the Ravens. Uh, thought it was a slugfest, going to be a slugfest. And that was a lot of points. Bengals hold on for dear life. And now you look at the, I got the uh, odds for next uh, week's matchup. These are the early <laughs> odds so far. So the Jags against Kansas City. They played earlier this year. The Jags getting eight and a half against Kansas City. The Giants against the Eagles. Played twice during the regular season. Giants getting seven points. Bengals versus the Bills. I think this is what we hoped for, considering what happened during the regular season. But uh, the Bengals will be at Buffalo. Bengals getting four. And then we'll wait to see what the lines will be with if it's Dallas or it's Tampa Bay moving on. Right now, the Cowboys are two and a half point favorites over under is 45 and a half for entertainment purposes only. That's according to uh, DraftKings. All righty. We get to phone calls, best and worst of the weekend. Seton O'Connor provides us with the poll question. Dan, why don't we just dive right into it? Worst clock management yesterday, Ooh. Mike McDaniel, John Harbaugh. Yeet, um, I'm also going to throw in Brandon Staley with the Chargers because I don't think they managed the clock. You know, the second half, you know, they just kept throwing the football. Now, you can say they couldn't run the football. I got Austin Eckler, and all I heard was, Austin Eckler, he, he's incredible. Okay, then let's see him be incredible. Run some time off the clock. And I thought that that was horrible coaching decision there, or at least philosophy there that they had. So I would, I would throw, you know, Mike McDaniel talked about the uh, clock management there because he thought he had a first down. And uh, here's the Dolphins head coach. Um, that was, uh, it was communicated to me through the um, upstairs, you know, from, uh, from the headset, I think. Um, I was standing by an official. Uh, I, I had just had gotten convicted information that it was a first down. Um, so I, I don't really know exactly who it was from. It was probably the first time all year that that had happened. So, um, you know, you, you, you try to do your best. What the hell was that? Why so secretive? I got it upstairs, I think. Like, 
I know you don't want to blame anybody, but just say, look, you know, we had bad information there. We thought we had a first down. That's it. Yeah, see. But that was like, I understand that that was the one time they thought it was third down. They got bad information. But there was like three or four times just in that one drive where they had to burn a couple of timeouts because they couldn't get the play in. And then they, you know, like it was it was a regular problem throughout the last drive or two. And they still had a chance to win. Skylar Thompson did not play well at all. Uh, Josh Allen, you know, he giveth, he taketh away. It'd make me nervous, though. And uh, I've had a hard time embracing Buffalo for the bigger picture. I think that they put an awful lot on Josh Allen. Got to run the football. All of these teams, you get to this time of the year, can you run the football? Can you control the clock a little bit? You know, everybody gets into a shootout. You had six teams score at least 30 points, but it comes down to a series, a drive. Can you stop somebody? Can they stop you? And that can be the difference of moving on or being eliminated. Yes, he And Mike McDaniel's getting a lot of criticism for uh, those, the end of that game, but it feels a little unfair. I thought they did a great job. And he, I mean, he did too. I, I mean, it's third-string quarterback against Buffalo in Buffalo. I thought that they that defense was wonderful. And it almost emboldened the offense to, you know, all you got to do is just score a couple touchdowns here. We can stay in this game. We're putting pressure. We're getting turnovers there. Uh, the 49ers back and forth with the Seahawks. I somehow like the Seahawks in this game. I like getting the points. I thought, okay, halftime. Yeah. And then all of a sudden it's like, okay, what's the next game? Uh, and then the Jags and the Chargers. But uh, entertaining. And I think uh, probably exceeded what we thought was going to happen this weekend. Right. Uh, any other poll questions there, Seton? Well, we could pivot that actually into who had the worst Ooh. weekend if we want to start negative, Ooh. which is always fun to do. We tend to do that. Yeah, because uh-huh. if you throw, we have those three coaches, you throw Joey Bosa into the mix. He didn't have a great weekend. No, he did not. No, he did not. I understand your frustration, but your frustration helped cost your team. And you got you to gotta get your act together. It, you know, air your grievances after you win a game, not during a game. And a a referee engaging with Joey Bosa, I had a problem with that as well. Joey Bosa, the official is supposed to be neutral, not supposed to have emotions here. Bosa's upset. There should have been a penalty called, offensive lineman moved, and then he gets almost, you know, strangled going, you know, after the quarterback. I understand your frustration, but you got to understand you still have a game to play. And that official can't go, what'd you say? You know, walking walking towards Joey Bosa. Can't do that either. That was unprofessional. Bosa throws his helmet. You obviously got to, you know, flag him. And then that helped them with the two-point conversion. Doesn't come down to one play or two plays. As far as blame goes. There's a lot of blame to go around. And the question is going to be, with the Chargers, what do you do? Do you fire Brandon Staley after what happened? Now, I have a problem with the previous week because Mike Williams played in that game. It's a meaningless game. And then all of a sudden, he's got his uh, injured back, and then you're going, okay. Now, you're watching the game, and you're going, well, they don't miss Mike Williams. But just that philosophy. He's a contrarian, what he does, his approach. But you don't fire somebody unless you go, I got Sean Payton who wants to take this job. Now, if I'm Sean Payton, living in Los Angeles, doing TV, this would be ideal. Because 
it was reported that there were two teams that he would be interested in, and one was the Chargers. I think the teams that he was interested in didn't have openings, and maybe the Chargers do. But if you don't have that person who you go, that's an upgrade over Brandon Staley, plus Chargers, they don't make these moves normally. You know, they don't want to be paying out contracts and, you know, would you, you're going to pay an awful lot for Sean Payton, an awful lot. But I, I, I would be surprised. Do you bring in Jim Harbaugh? Is that, you know, considered an upgrade as well? Yes, Todd. And maybe they didn't miss Mike Williams in the first half, but in the second half when you got to eat a lot of clock, he could have played a big role in yeah. getting that clock shortened. Yeah. Got to run the football. And, and, if, and if you can't run, then, you know, the Patriots running game when Brady was there with Belichick was their short passes. They didn't have a great running uh, attack. They didn't have that marquee running back. But they had three or four guys who could catch the ball two, three, four yards. Kevin Falk, James White. You, know, you, had, you had that element of let's just continue to move the clock. And Chargers failed to do that. Uh, what else do we have? Yeah, Paul. I want to go back to the Ravens-Bengals game with clock management. First and 10 at the Bengals' 28-yard uh, line. Hunley completes a pass to Dobbins for seven for 11 yards for a first down. The clock stops with a minute seven. A minute seven left. They have two timeouts. The next time the ball is snapped was at the 34-second mark. That's that's over 30 seconds of clock running. They huddled up. They had two timeouts. You're you're in the red zone with a backup quarterback in a playoff game and need a touchdown. Why wouldn't you burn a timeout and say, okay, let's settle down. We got a bonus timeout here we could use. Let's make our next three or four plays and try to get this touchdown. Instead, you lose at, at least two plays, offensive yeah. plays, and put Hunley in a position where now it's more of like desperation plays instead of like in control. They had to control the game in the clock. Yes, yeah, And that was after the Ravens burned like another minute or something where they could have taken a timeout at like 221 or something like that and instead let the clock run down to the two-minute warning. And that even in the... the Broadcasting team was like, man, this is a lot of time being eaten off the clock. Where they got, you know, one playoff in something like a minute or something. It was terrible. I never understood that where you're watching, and then they eventually, as time goes off the clock, 20 seconds, then you go, man, let's call a timeout. Like you would think you would go, okay, here's the scenario. Let me be one, two, three plays ahead. Yeah, that would have been three plays that 20 seconds. Yes, yeah, but, but you're going, okay. If this happens, do this. If this happens, do this. It, it's almost like we're in the moment instead of you're in the moment, but think about what's going to happen after the moment and then after that moment. And you, you had a couple. And, and, you know, I understand Mike, Mike McDaniel in that crowd noise is going, you know, probably, wait a minute, do we get, we got, we don't have the first. And then it was like nine seconds. You're still in the huddle. And you're going, hurry, come on. You have no, t and then they don't get the playoff. Now, that play would have been blown up anyway, I think. But you had the chance and then you know, the incomplete pass. But, I mean, it was wild. But, you know, these ebbs and flows and you're seeing teams like Cincinnati. How confident are you in you know, Cincinnati going to Buffalo? But then how confident are you Buffalo hosting Cincinnati? Jacksonville. Oh, my gosh. What are they going to have left when they go to Kansas City? San Francisco's waiting for somebody. Could you imagine Brock Purdy in a six-week span is going to beat Tom Brady twice? What about the Giants against the Eagles? Eagles had uh, this past week off. The Giants 
Man, they're celebrating, dancing in the locker room in Minnesota there. Danny Dimes, Saquon. Can you carry that? You know, that's that's where you're trying to handicap this. A lot, a lot of storylines, man. All of a sudden, everybody's all in on Daniel Jones. I'm like, the franchise didn't even, you know, give him a new contract. It's not like, yeah, you believe in Daniel Jones now? Sure. But his own franchise didn't believe in him. They're like, you know, I think we need to see another year with you. Hey, you believe in Saquon Barkley? Sure. The team didn't. They didn't extend them. Now they probably will. Does Dave Gettleman, the former Giants GM, (laughs) take a victory lap at all with any of this? Like, does he get delayed credit? Yeah, it's like, and by the way, Dave Gettleman, the former general manager, did a pretty good job in drafting. Yeah, Paulie. Remember Daniel Jones, last year they did not pick up his fifth-year option. His fifth-year option for 2023 would have been $22 million under contract. That was the Giants' choice. They (laughs) didn't, so now they have to go into this offseason after what he's done so far in the playoffs as a complete free agent. And you got to think he's going to be making minimum $35 million a year. Right? Probably. What, what other option? And that would be a friendly contract in this day and age. He's talented. He's just not, you know, I, I wanted to see him with a good offensive line and a couple of weapons. But he can run. He can throw. You got a healthy Saquon Barkley. <laughs> right? Th- those are, you know, I'd like to see those things. But the Giants didn't provide him with that until, I guess, this year. Daniel Jones is a boss. Danny Jones. <laughs> Question mark? Uh, uh, Deceptively athletic? No, he's athletic. Okay. No, he's yeah, athletic. I didn't realize it just recently, so maybe that's on me. No, he's athletic. Like, I always thought Danny Dimes was like sort of ironic or like tongue-in-cheek. <laughs> yeah. It's real. Yeah. It's a real nickname. Yeah. Meant s- sincerely. Yeah. Let's take a break. We'll settle on our poll question. Phone calls, always welcome on a Monday. Best and worst of the weekend. We're back after this. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 to noon Eastern or 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Dan Patrick Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Or stream us live on the Peacock app. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. 
You know, you get those pieces, like there was the hat, there was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the, I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship? It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, or you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachenko Machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Play of the day coming up. I think there's only one play for the play of the day, but we'll uh, see what Marvin has for us. Phone calls are welcome. Best and worst of the weekend. 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle at dpshow. Here is how it sounded on the uh, Chargers radio network. The uh, final call. Snap. Kick is up. Kick is good. The Chargers are out of the playoffs. Pandemonium at TIAA Bank Stadium. This is going to be a long flight home, a long off season, and absolutely inexplicable. This is the Chargers, uh, let's see, Chargers radio. This is the Jags call on the Jags radio network. Patterson's kick is up. The field goal is Jaguars have won it! The Jaguars have won it! They have come back from 27-0 to win the game! That's courtesy of Jaguars Radio Network, obviously. Uh, Here is Brandon Staley, the Chargers head coach, on losing a 27-point lead. I mean, anytime you, you're up 27 to 7 at halftime and you've got four takeaways and you end up winning the takeaway margin 4 nothing, you know, it's going to be it's going to be a killer. Uh, I'm hurting for everybody in that locker room. It's a special group of guys. And, you know, this is the toughest way that you can lose, you know, in the playoffs. Here is uh, Trevor Lawrence on uh, the comeback. Couldn't write a better script than to, to win a game like that tonight. So uh, it makes it more special, but don't want to do that again. So, you know, got to take care of the ball. That's where it starts. You know, I think besides that, it was a pretty, you know, all phases played pretty well besides just the turnovers on offense. If I told you a year ago at this time, you know, the Jags are going to be in the playoffs. They're going to win a playoff game. They're going to go to Kansas City divisional round. 
If I would have just told you, hey, they're going to be in the playoffs, you'd be like, no. Given everything that they went through. And Trevor Lawrence, look, you know, there were a couple of chip passes, but he seemed to be going into the direction of Asante Samuel a little too much there. First half. And, uh, but give credit. They did what they needed to do. They were patient, didn't lose what their game plan was. Although I kept wondering, you know, what the Chargers did early is they took away those short passes. That if you go back when the Jags blew out the Chargers, what, week three, they had a lot of these short passes. Chargers took those away, and Trevor Lawrence paid the price. Doug Peterson did a great job in regrouping at halftime. Once again, the philosophy was come out, score, stop, score. Now you have a football game. Yeah, Paul. They showed a graphic at the end of the Jaguars game. They added it in the offseason. Remember when they are going for those free agents and they got like a lot of nice players, but not a household name player? Evan Ingram, Christian Kirk, Zay Jones. Those are the three receivers they added. All three had their career years. And then Travis Etienne, instead of being on the IR instead the entire season, had a breakout year. I and mean, everything worked. Trevor Lawrence joins Ben Roethlisberger as the only players with four passing touchdowns and four interceptions in a playoff game. That's a fun stat of the day if you win. It's not one of those where you go, yeah, I had four touchdown passes and four interceptions. Now I, let's go to Waffle House. We won. Yeah, Paulie. Or uh, Seton. Does Brendan Staley deserve as much criticism as he's getting? Okay, if you say this is just one-off, like a bad game, right? The Mike Williams story, not good. Uh, the let's go it on, go for it on fourth downs. All this talent and no, no playoff wins. I guess I got to start there. There's plenty of blame to go around, but this is what happens. They can't fire the team. They fired the coach. It wasn't his play call that got Joey Bosa's stupid penalty. No. He didn't miss the field goal at eight minutes no. or whatever. No. Um, I don't know. It just feels like he, because he's unconventional, he gets a little bit more. It's easier to point the finger at him. Well, what else do you go on? I mean, these are these, this is historical. Like, remember when Matt Ryan blew a 28-3 lead against the Patriots? Yeah. Right. And who blew that game against the, the game this weekend? It's not Justin Herbert. Yeah. It's Brendan Staley. You know what I mean? Like sometimes we pick, we focus in on the quarterback. The quarterback, Matt Ryan, didn't blow that lead against no, the Kyle Patriots. No, Kyle Shanahan did. Yeah, yes, right. But absolutely. It's, right. No. Right. right. He doesn't get the blame for that, though. Um, not as yeah, probably not as much as he should. But, but somehow Justin Herbert is just coming away like, hey, if I had a better coach, uh, <laughs> I'd be doing a lot better. Yeah, but Justin Herbert's not replaceable. So it's almost like the media says, well, we'll go to the guy where the story is. Brandon Staley went into the weekend with not a lot of wiggle room after the announcement of the Mike Williams injury that he didn't have to cause. And Sean Payton, if Sean Payton weren't looming, this would be much less of a story. Gus in L.A. leads this off. Best and worst of the weekend. Gus, what do you have for me? Good morning, Mr. Patrick. Hope you and the boys had a great weekend. 
worst of the weekend, man, I was ready to come in here and be like, yo, Trevor Lawrence bust four picks in like the first 10 minutes. And then the worst of the weekend was the Chargers. I don't think there's a worser of the weekend than the Chargers collapse. Matt Ryan and that coaching staff is like, that's a bad collapse right there. Best of the weekend. Now, I went to the Laker game last night, and before Russell Westbrook ruined my night, I had actually been rocking a DP shirt. Last week, I went and bought myself a Los Angeles traffic T-shirt, and believe it or not, I got a ton of compliments on it. I got stopped at least four times. Yo, I like that shirt, man. Where'd you get it? DP.com. There you go. Enjoy. Huh. There you go, boys. Worst of the weekend. The, the always dependable Chargers ruining it. And best <laughs> of the weekend. Getting some compliments on some DP merch. You boys you. have a great week. Thank you, Gus. Whenever I wear the Lakers shirt-related shirt or the Dodger-related shirt, I always have people go, because we put traffic. So the, the logo just says traffic. And people look at it and go, Wait, what, what shirt is that? I go, that's just a shirt that we came up with, and then the Lakers have the same thing with their script on it. Looks great. Uh, merchandise available at uh, danpatrick.com. Yes, yes, Paul. I wore the Jets' Zach Wilson mom's shirt yeah. uh, at a neighborhood event that I just was running down the street, mm. like one of those like a food truck things the mm. neighbors do, mm-hmm. and I was like, grab the first shirt in the pile. And a couple of ladies were sitting there talking, like, uh, and one of the guys goes, dude, that's funny. Like, he, <laughs> one of the dads got it. You know, he was in his Skechers. And uh, then a couple of the wives go, uh, what's, the, what's the joke? What's the, and I had to explain to them the shirt. Okay. Quite awkward in the neighborhood All right. setting. All right. Alan Atlanta joins us on the program. Hi, Al. Good morning, Dan. Morning. One quick thing before my best and worst. Yeah. Come to Atlanta, Seton. You'll hear a lot of Shanahan catching the blame for 28 to 3. And rightfully so, yeah. But yeah, but, yeah. but 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 Seton's right. It's Matt Ryan's legacy. This this is not going to be on Justin Herbert. It it's going to be on Brandon Staley with that collapse. What else do you have, Al? It didn't help that that legacy also followed him to Indianapolis, and the same thing happened to him there. Well, that's true. Rest of the weekend, the Jaguars not letting the Chargers pass the baton to the Falcons as the <laughs> NFL team synonymous with not knowing how to win. It also made me rethink my answer to your question that you posed me a couple years ago of whether or not we want Trevor Lawrence here in Atlanta. I take it back. We so want him. I'll redo that whole thing. <laughs> Worst of the weekend, the early morning car accident that took the lives of a UGA player yeah. and staff member and hurt Two other members of the team, just a straight painful gut punch after a week of celebrations. Prayers go out to their family. All right, thank you, Al. You know, the Jags, they played in London. That was October 30th. They lost by four to Denver. Since then, they're eight and two. You know, it's weird how you can look back on one game, one moment, a win or a loss, and say that's when things turned around. And you could say that with Jacksonville. Because there had to be that moment where you go, I think in the beginning of the year we thought, okay, they're going to be competitive. And I thought they were going to be on the cusp of being a playoff team. Them and Detroit were my two teams that I thought, okay, every year at least four teams, new teams, you know, jump into the playoffs. And I thought those were two of the four teams that we were going to have. And Detroit almost got there, obviously. But Jacksonville, they had their dips. But I think that comes with just 
the learning curve, the inexperience. Doug Peterson's first year, Trevor Lawrence, really this is his first year because he sort of had to be the grown-up in the room last year for this team as a rookie, which is asking, obviously, an awful lot. Derek in L.A. Hi, Derek. What's on your mind today? Yeah. Yeah. Hello? Yeah, I'm here. I'm here. Can you hear me, Dan? Yeah. Hey, brother, look here, man. You know what? Man, you know what? I listen to you guys. Look, man, I work graveyard, right? Man, I work from Kroger, Fulful S, Distribution Center, man. And I work and I graveyard, boy. And uh, I, every morning, I get up at 4.30 in the morning, man. I'm turning you, I'm tuning you guys into my radio station in my car. And you know what? I really, really appreciate you guys. You guys do an awesome job, man. LeVar, that's my boy. I love that dude, man. And um, But, man, look here. So, so I just want to get straight to it. Worst of the weekend, I want to say um, the, the, the Chargers, man, they 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 just they like the Raiders. To me, you know, I mean, they just find a way to lose. Always find a way to lose the game. The best of the weekend is my San Francisco 49ers. You know, people been people pumping us up, and then people be doubting us. But at the end of the day, you know what though? We put notice on the lead. <laughs> Well, I don't think anybody, nobody's doubting the Niners. They might doubt Brock Purdy, but uh, thank you, Derek. Thank you. Probably. (laughs) Underdog Niners. Yeah, probably not as much after watching Brock Purdy. (laughs) You know, you want to see him in a big time moment there. And he, he played great. But, you know, a lot of times we're like, man, I love that team. Or I love that quarterback. I love that player. You want to see what happens when they have to win a game. They have to respond. They're trailing. That's all you want. You're just being fair to the story because people go all in. Like, oh, okay. That team found their court. You know, that's their play. That's the best guy. Oh, he's a star. I want to see what you do when the game is on the line. And Brock Purdy did it. By the way, I think Derek said he loves LeVar. That would be, I think, LeVar Arrington, who does the show prior to ours right. on Fox Sports Radio. Yes, Marv. No, he said Lamarv. Oh, that was me. Oh, Lamarv. Oh, yeah. oh, you're Lamarv. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was Lavar, and he does the show prior to us. No, we're the only we're the only show. <laughs> you're you're Lamarv. Okay. Lamarv. Okay. Well, that might stick. Yeah, that stage name. Yeah, Lamarv. Lamarvelous. Chris in Syracuse. Hey, Chris. Hey, thanks, Dan. Hey, I just want to throw out a best and worst at you. Um, I want to throw out a best. My Bruins and uh, Knicks both got wins. Even though, Dan, I can't, uh, you know, we, with Donovan Mitchell, I was thinking, was the sticking point topping quickly? It was Grimes. It wasn't even Barrett anymore, and we still wouldn't pull the trigger. The Knicks would have been pretty good with Brunson, Mitchell, and Randall. And did you watch track. any football this weekend, Chris? I did. It did. Okay. I was, I was okay. heading to my worst. The only game I could catch was my Vikings, of course. And, um, yeah. Yeah, that was a tough loss. I felt it was coming. I did not like the the trick play to Cousins. Even if it worked, I would Cousins isn't real athletic, so I would have worried about him getting hit in that play, and then we would have been stuck with getting hurt in that play, and then we would have been stuck with Nick Ballins the rest of the way. Yes, Paulie. Uh, Chris, I got to ask you, are you back? Because morale would be high if you announced that you're back. Yeah, you know, I'm in today, MLK Day. I don't have to be up at the uh, I help out at a, at a place. I don't have to be there, and I don't have any mail or garbage in my development today to do because it's a 
nobody's uh, no mail, no garbage today. So I had a morning. So actually, about two weeks ago, I put on my calendar. I go, I'm, this is the <laughs> perfect day because I got a free morning. I can listen to the show, and so yeah, it's a it's a bonus day for me. All right. Well, it's great to have you backish there, Chris, in Syracuse. Yes, yeah, I couldn't imagine being that organized. Yeah. You know what? About two weeks okay. from now, I might have time to watch some TV or listen to a show. Yeah. I. It's what? okay. It's appointment viewing or listening. It's amazing. Yeah. I'm in awe. Chris, uh, one of the OGs and one of the uh, the great callers, professional callers of all time in sports radio. Yes, Paul. Chris plans his two weeks to watch TV. I watch TV for two weeks, and I put a couple <laughs> things like take out the garbage here and there. We're going to take a break. The play of the day is up next and more of your phone calls. Ross Tucker was working the Bills-Dolphins game. Ross will join us coming up next hour, and we'll check in with the Chargers as they move forward. Do they move forward with a different head coach? And the Rams, Sean McVay's back. Did he really want to come back? Or did they uh, not find any TV jobs to his liking? Or maybe both. Back after this. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Polly Fusco here with Tony Fusco. Yo. As you all know, we're the host of the number one rated show in all the sports talk, the Polly and Tony Fusco Show. Numero uno. Yeah, and we know why millions of people tune in every week. Yeah. They want to hear us talk sports, not our idiot guests who think they know more about sports than we do. Yeah, listen to these dummies. You don't know crap about sports. Nothing. Uh, you don't know nothing uh, about football. This is the worst thing Wait, I've ever seen. He's still on the line. Get off the show. Off the show. You don't know basketball. If you want to hear how sports talk should be done, yeah. listen to the Paulie and Tony Fusco Show on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. All right, everybody. Game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat. There was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too? It's funny about a battleship. It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find. That's not just a household item. Wow, you know I mean? even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you can also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachenko Machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. God. The play, the play, play of the day. This is the play of the day. Check this out. Third down and goal from the one. Huntley no. sticks the ball out. The Bengals have Go the ball. Baby. They are running it back. <laughs> Sam Hubbard with blockers behind him. Hubbard to the Ravens 40. Nice. The 30. Nice. The 20. Yeah. The 10. The Woo. 5. Touchdown. Bengals. As you might think, that's Woo. the Bengals Radio Network. WLW. Sam Hubbard, 98 yards with Mark Andrews in pursuit. Longest fumble return for a touchdown in playoff history. The former Bengal Dave Lapham is uh, the color analyst there. Woo! Gave you uh, some color commentary there. Play of the day brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook Same Game Parlays. You can pocket more cash when you combine multiple bets for one game. Download the app. Sign up using code PATRICK. Get a special offer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook. Four details. You know, when you look at the quarterback sneak, it doesn't seem like it's that complicated. But we saw Jacksonville with Trevor Lawrence, how he could do it, being 6'5", 6'6", and putting just his arm over the goal line. And then you saw the Ravens. Didn't do it well. But uh, Tyler Huntley is a little bit smaller than uh, – uh, Trevor Lawrence. Also, the element of when I look at the defense, you go to the line of scrimmage, and all you do is you go, okay, is it crowded here? Is there room for me here? If I go up and over, is there room for me? And, you know, give the Bengals credit because they knock the ball out of his hand and, you know, you then take it back. But you look at the defense when Trevor Lawrence was down at the one and a half yard line, it's like, there's nobody in front of me. All I have to do is jump up and put my arm over. That's it. Very simple. But sometimes the quarterback sneak can be very complicated for teams. Yeah, Paul. It, it seems like the new policy this year is to push the quarterback. Or the past couple of years, they were breaking down the one of the Giants. The Giants needed a first down, and Daniel Jones goes for the sneak, and he wasn't getting there. And the, they have a tight end behind him, and he's the first guy to hit Jones. Then Barkley's job is to hit the tight end that's got Daniel Jones for the second effort, yeah. and they're breaking down like that's a that's a scripted play. They're, two guys are supposed to hit the back of the quarterback. Well, Brock Purdy scored a touchdown same way. You know, he was stopped, and then everybody just sort of you know behind him pushes him through. Yes, he. Well, John Harbaugh kind of threw Tyler Huntley under the bus a little bit post game because he was just like, well, the play call was for him to sneak underneath 
and not go over the top. So that's why it didn't work. Almost like a, it wasn't my play calling that was bad. It was his execution that was terrible. Yeah. It seems unfair to do, but maybe it was true. Yeah, I don't know what the play was or how he wanted to call it, but I just know with Trevor Lawrence, if nobody's in front of me, this is a no-brainer. You go up and just put your arm over. And they were also helped out uh, in that situation with the uh, Bosa penalty. A couple more phone calls, best and worst of the weekend. David in South Carolina. Hi, David. What's on your mind? Hey, DP. Uh, my best of the weekend was that uh, I managed to get all three games right yesterday somehow. Um, didn't win any money just because I know I'm not that lucky. Um, my my worst of the weekend was I actually cut off the Jags game at halftime just because I thought it was over and I missed the comeback. <laughs> You're not alone, David. Because it was 27 nothing, and my wife goes, can we watch a movie? And I said, well, you can watch it, and then I'll come in and you know, I'll do a drive-by. And she goes, well, the game isn't any good. And I said, well, it's a blowout. And so we started watching The Heat with Melissa McCarthy and Sandra Bullock. Oh. And uh, they're police officers, FBI, in Boston trying to solve a crime. And uh, I started watching the movie. And there's some funny, funny moments in there. Bill Burr, our good buddy's in there, got a cameo. All right, Bill. Yeah. And, and, and so I'm watching. All of a sudden, I look at my phone. I got a friend going, can you believe this? And as soon as you get something like that, you go, uh, hold on, hon. And I go back, and I started watching the game. And I go, okay, Jacksonville's got two touchdowns. I said, I don't know if I can watch the rest of the movie. And uh, she said, I'll pause it. I said, no, this might last an hour and a half or so like th- this might be a-, a comeback here and uh so i watched the rest of it yesterday yesterday afternoon got to uh, i don't want to tell you how it ends but uh the heat with melissa mccarthy and uh and and our you know america's sweetheart sandra bullock was very very entertaining yes but there's been times when we'll do that where it's a blowout game and we'll tune out for just a little bit and then i want to tune back in my wife will be like why don't you tape the game and watch it after i go to bed and I say, you know what? Uh, this uh, Kate Hudson movie is not live. It, 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 it's available anytime on demand. This is a playoff game. Wouldn't it be great if they had movies that were live? Doesn't NBC do that with some of those? Uh, uh, they've done winter some, specials. Yeah, like a Peter Pan or yeah. something like that. But if you had like a, a, a drama <laughs> where you weren't sure how it was going to end, Kate Hudson and Jack Black. Now it'd always be Kate Hudson and all right, all right, all McConaughey. All right. Yeah. Always. We're all trying to not say we've seen How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. Yeah. We're all trying not to say that. Yeah. It feels like every one of her movies is the same. It's, you know, it's a rom-com. <laughs> Although she's in uh, Glass Onion. Yeah. Yeah, yeah she was pretty mm-hmm. good. She already. Yeah. I didn't hate that as much as apparently the entire world did. I did. Yeah. Oh, really? I, I, I didn't it. like it at all. No. I thought it tried too hard. You're not alone in that sentiment. Yeah. But... I walk in today. Seton goes, you know, I watched a movie. I rewatched a movie. And I have a different review on a movie that I rewatched. Re-review. Re-re-re-review. Yeah. 30 years ago, uh, somebody in the movie won the Academy Award. Comedy. Came out in 92. 92. Yeah. 2002, 2012, yeah. 2012. Yeah, nailed 2012. it. So 30, 31 years. Okay. Marv? 
My cousin Vinny? Yep. Bloop, 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 bloop. Bloop, yes. Marissa Tomei won the Academy Award. I love the movie. It was on again uh, last week, and I you know, picked it up when they're in the courtroom, and it's like, it's awesome. So I walk in and Seaton goes, yeah, my wife and I, we watched the movie, my son, and I got a different review, and I go, okay, so Seaton, you're well, that, re- Yeah, we were having a hard time figuring out what to watch with our son because we try to, like, you know, age-appropriate and all that stuff, but he really loves comedies, and he, we've kind of exhausted everything that before you jump up into that R-level comedy mm-hmm. where you're like, oh, I'm going to have to explain some things, you're trying to keep it a little more tame. And so I'm, I'm looking, I look up all these lists of, like, what comedies you need to see, and one keeps popping up. It's always top five, top ten Stuff I'm like, oh, my cousin Vinny, I love that movie. That movie was hilarious. Marissa Tomei is phenomenal in that. I'm telling you guys are going to love this. It couldn't have been more cheesy and like where we were watching and I was just like, no, the funny stuff is when the trial starts. It's like, that's when it gets to be funny. It was, what? It was, it was not good. She was great. But even that still was like, man, it must have been a really down year in movies if she won an Oscar for this. Wow. Fred Gwynn, the judge who was Herman Munster. Ute. Yeah. Yeah. You Utes. Right. What? Right. Joe Pesci is not good. What? In that. He's not good. He's great. He's, oh. he, he is not good in that wow. movie. There were some scenes where like he. <laughs> it was just I'm not shocked. funny. I'm... You know what? There's a there's a it turns out, I think there was a period of the 90s. That movies were actually really terrible, and I think that this fell in that period. Mm, okay. Kind of like when Houston won the title and Jordan was out? Is that kind of that window? It's essentially, yeah. That's a good, great, good call. Thanks. Well, they won two titles. Yeah. yeah. It's not good. No, it doesn't hold up. It always comes back to Jordan. If we can. Yeah, no matter what. Either that or the Bears. Ross Tucker, our good buddy, was on the call with Buffalo and the Dolphins. He'll join us coming up a little bit. He's got a really amazing stat on Trevor Lawrence. I hope it's accurate, but he, he's got a stat of the day. Hour two on this Monday coming up. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat. There was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship. It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find. That's not just a household item. Wow, I haven't I mean, even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you can also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. 
Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. 